This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show on Talk Radio. AM640. Garrett will clear it to the other side for Mark Howe. Howe coming up on the right side. Howe over the line to his father. Son to father. Back in shot. They Number nine, Father Howe. And number five, Mark Howe. And the crowd appreciates that. Uh, Mr. Hockey, Gordy Howe has passed away. He was 88. That uh, sound you just heard there was the last goal he ever scored with his son. In fact, Gordy Howe, his career spanned five decades. He has more records than anyone else in sports. Not in hockey, anyone else in sports. Still has 12 unbroken uh, NHL records, and uh, he has the most points, one of them being uh, most points with his son, which he scored that last goal with. What a thrill that must have been. He also has a, a, a move named after him, or at least a hat trick. It's called the Gordy Howe hat trick. You got to score a goal, get an assist, and get into a fight in one game in order to score a Gordy Howe hat trick. And he also won the Stanley Cup four times. It's my thrill right now to have someone that really knew a lot about not only hockey and how the game's played, but Gordy Howe himself. Bob Nevin, former Leaf, is on the line with me right now. Thank you so much for joining me, Mr. Nevin. How are you? Uh, we're doing great. Thank you. Yeah. Very so, sad to hear uh, the passing of Gordy. He was, uh, he was, uh, like I said before, he was my my favorite player growing up. So even even though before I got went turned pro, of course I was with the organization, but I sort of secretly cheered for Gordy. So, so uh, to to see him, you know, go it's a pretty sad day. So what was it like? Uh, do you remember the first time you actually played with Gordy Howie? Well, I never played with him. Played but I mean him. on the ice against him, but that first game where Gordy's, you're like, wow, I'm actually going to play with uh, the man I idolize. Yeah, against him. But I just, I knew that he had a, a he was famous for giving some elbow fights. I don't know. And if you know anything about hockey, I, I played right wing and he played right wing. So we were on opposite sides of the rink most of the time. But some of the guys I played with were, uh, they'd come back on the bench and say, holy jeez, I tried to check that old bugger the other day, uh, at the last shift and I got an elbow right in the chops. So I I knew from, I knew from uh, talking to the other guys, it was pretty but I remember one uh, one time in New York when I was with the Rangers and he was and Ted Lindsay was playing with them and uh, he came over the blue line and uh, I managed to give him a body check, knocked him on his rear, and uh, I said because him and him and Gordy were good buddies at that point, and I said, "Uh oh, Gordy's going to be coming around looking for me because." He was sort of, you know, he looked after Ted was wasn't, but Gordy sort of looked after him most of the time. So did he find you? Hey, eh? did he did find he you? Find me? No, but, but I think probably what happened was this was a time where the um, the the um, players' association was trying to get uh, uh, the movement was supposed to get going, and Ted Lindsay was some spearhead of this and. Uh, of course, he, he played with Gordy, and, uh, and uh, they, they wouldn't they uh, they wouldn't put their names on the petition for for um, you know for 
So I think I think he sort of soured on Ted the last few years of their uh, when they played together. That's too bad. So I think that saved me. <laughs> what what are you know? I know that he was known as a guy that gave elbows on the ice. What moments uh, were there? Moments when he was on the ice that he just absolutely amazed you watching Gordy Howe, Bob? Oh yeah, for sure. There there was lots because we played against each other. You know, in the playoffs and during during a long season, seventy seventy games and that. But it just, just how he could control the puck, you know, on his own. He didn't he didn't need to be. Uh, Past to or against, he could he could do everything in in the opposite end, like in the defensive end. I mean, if if Detroit were down a goal, they'd send them out, and, and if they were up a goal, they'd send them out. So he he played in any type of situation, which is a, sort of the form of a of a great player. I heard that he had a, r- a ridiculous uh, recovery time. Like he could just kneel down on the ice and just recover from heavy play if there was game stoppage, and then go like he had been on the bench yeah, for a while. Yeah, he he was. Uh, it would look like he was down and out, and um, you know, fifteen minutes later, you'd turn around, he'd, he'd go off the ice, and then about ten minutes later, be back on the ice. You go, holy Jesus! I, I thought he got hurt, and there he was back out in the ice, going up and down like a like he always did. So, uh, but he, but everybody in the league uh, sort of revered him because of you know just the way he played. We're talking with Bob Nevin, who is an NHL great, of course. Played with the Leafs, uh, got two cups with us, sixty-two and sixty-three. And I want to know, uh, Bob, uh, off the ice, did you have any kind of uh, relationship with Gordy Howe off the ice? Uh, well, you know, at a few little functions, of course. What that, was he like? It, yeah, he was. He, the nicest guys you meet. You, like sometimes you'd you'd think, well, I wonder, wonder if Gordy will talk to me or what, because you you held him in such great esteem. But uh, one thing I had going for me, my wife was from Saskatchewan and he was there too, so uh, I introduced him to her, and that soothed things over pretty good. What is your in in uh, closing here? Do you have a particularly favorite Gordy Howe story? Whether it happened to you and you saw this happen uh, with you know with Gordy Howe live, or if uh, you know one of the guys told you about a Gordy Howe story that stuck with you? Uh, I guess there, there was a buddy of mine. His name was Lou Angotti, and he he played. He was playing. We were playing against him, and uh, he was a feisty little guy, and. Uh, he came off the ice one after one shift, and he says, "Holy Jesus, I'm not going to go near him again." Anyway, he went in the corner with Cordy Allen. Took him about five minutes to come out. <laughs> so, but, but I, personally, him and I never really, uh, you know, had an issue on the ice. But but off the ice, I mean, he was just—he was a perfect guy. He was a real gentleman, and uh, no, everybody, you know, unless you got bonked in the head a couple of times with his elbow. There would be no reason not to, you know, not to revere him. I think he was a, and, and in the in the days that he played, he didn't. He was the best player in the league. But uh, years later, when the when the best players, they all seemed to have enforcers around. Well, he didn't need one because he was one himself. So he did it all. He could do everything. Yeah, exactly. Well, Bob, uh, my condolences to you. You've lost a brother in sport, and uh, it is a sad day, and I know there's a lot of hockey fans mourning today, so I, I pass our condolences on to you, and I thank you for your time today.
Okay, great. Nice talking to you. Nice talking to you. Thank you. That was Bob Nevin, known as uh, one of the most gentlemanly players in the sport, talking about Gordie Howe. The AM640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live. Weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com.